welcome to your Saturday interview. We are here for our third week of interviews, which is super, super exciting. And I'm here with a good friend of mine who is doing some super, super cool stuff in the city. And uh, I want you to hear about it. So I'm not going to introduce you. Can you tell everybody who's listening who you are, what you do, what you love, how you spend your time? Any of those questions, feel free to answer. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, everyone. My name is George, George Johnson. Um, for, who, for those who don't know me, um, I grew up in London, Ontario, uh, immigrated here uh, when I was eight years old, around 2000. And um, yeah, been been awesome. I love the city. I love the forest city. I rep it everywhere I go. And uh, I was able to, I was fortunate, able to go to Western, where I did uh, my a double major in psychology and criminology, and also played football and basketball. I'm, I'm that kid that everyone has said uh, is a dual athlete. Um, with that, I was fortunate enough, with a gracious, gracious God, to be able to get drafted by Montreal, and I played a couple years there. It's been an amazing opportunity just to be able to have that platform to inspire others and inspire youth. And uh, I worked actually th- all through university. Uh, me and Maddie worked together running uh, su- uh, summer day camps and just some community development stuff. And that kind of just embodies uh, or gave, gave a passion to me that I love uh, within the city of London. Just love, love kids, love youth, love the community. And, and North Park is one of those uh, churches that represents that and that, that, lives, that lives through that. Um, what else? Fun thing about me. Uh, I'm very good at ping pong, I would say. I'm probably one of the best. <laughs> Everyone knows me as a basketball football player, but I think I'm one of the greatest ping pong player ever, ever born. <laughs> Didn't you play a lot of ping pong uh, at Kings um, in that like room in the... Oh, yeah. 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 They, they, call, me, they call me the king of kings. <laughs> do they actually so, or do you call yourself that? A little bit. Both, 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 both. <laughs> I, I, I just suggested it, you know, since no one can beat me. Uh, I feel Shout like this is... Set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so is this a competition for anybody who's listening who wants to challenge you in ping pong? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I, I think I need to be put down a little, uh, you know. I'm kind of too up on the throne right now, so... Well, at least you while, recognize that. I think I, I think I still got it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Awesome, awesome. So you and I met when we were both like working at North Park running day camps and that was with the Life Resource Mm -hmm. Center at the time and we spent uh, many a summers wrangling children and leading students (laughs) and a couple summers ago we took students away for like a week and had to manage all that and anyway uh, we have a repertoire of stories that we could share obviously. But the thing that I would love to focus on today and share with people is you and a couple other people in the city are doing a really cool initiative. Um, And it just started like a couple months ago or something like that. Um, And I think it's super cool. And it's just starting off like in the beginning stages, obviously. But I would love for you to share what that project is and what you're doing and why you're doing it. Oh, yeah. So uh, me and a couple of my friends, uh, Susina and Taffy, First started off and they kind of brought me and Gloria along because they they understood they valued what we brought to, uh, to the group and it was like obviously a passion of mine within the northeast uh, London area and um, so what we kind of what they kind of wanted to start was um and we helped develop uh, through the whole process of applying for grants and stuff like that 
um, was uh, a youth group um, designed to target uh, young black men, men and women. Uh, and we just kind of wanted, uh, it, was a, it was something that was needed, uh, a space where um, they're comfortable, able to speak stuff that the majority of other youth groups might, might not touch on, right? And um, one of the goals was just to provide, provide a space, a safe space for them, and, and also to to develop a, a community and um, an environment uh, that's uh, predicated towards uh, helping them grow professionally, rather as um, understanding the way uh, the education system works. I feel like a lot of them don't know because a lot of them comes from their first generation immigrants and they don't have understanding how the education system goes, applied academic, um, what route to take and what to focus on kind of thing. And me, Taffy, um, uh, Susina and Gloria all all went through that, so we kind of have an idea of what to do and what not to do, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's been great, and we have such amazing kids, man. Like looking back, <laughs> we all the d difficult conversations we have, and uh, and just how knowledgeable they are about certain things. I'm like, I wasn't thinking about these things when I was their age, kind of thing. It's just like, man, you, you bring up some some topics that that's that's worthwhile and, and we have some amazing conversations it's been going it's been going well so so far um we started actually uh i would say um may of last year and we had so many plans but because of covid and covid kind of messed everything up but we, we were able to actually throw uh, a barbecue and that barbecue kind of solidified kind of just to, to get people around within the community within the northeast area and just to see the amount of people that was able to come, the amount of kids were able to come, the amount of um, young adults and and um, adults that are, that are invested in the community, um, like David Cultural is there. Um, yeah, and just to, to see them come and to see like the value that this, this group provides. And our goal uh, is to transition towards uh, all of London. That's how we wanted to start it off because of COVID and in terms of renting space, we just really, we just decided just to stay in Northeast London and just develop the, the connection that that that's so important. Hmm. Yeah. And this is you called it Youth Connect, correct? Youth Connect. So the <laughs> so the the name is actually in the works right now. So we're trying to figure out if we, if you should change it because we wanted to make it not very original, I would say, because it's something that hasn't been done in in the city of London. So we kind of just want to like develop a um, not an image or and a brand and then and who we are within the the, the city of London. Hmm. So this is you said like this is the first thing and this is the first time this is happening in London, which is super cool. And I mm -hmm. agree. Like I just think it's awesome. Um, why why is it so important? And why do you think you guys are the first? group to like step in and do this like you know what I mean why yeah yeah why is it so important I think through through the, all the sessions that we run um so we meet every Tuesday night uh but through all the sessions that we ran we realized that the topics that were coming up and the, the things that these kids were facing wasn't something that would be brought out in just a generic uh, youth group and we, that's when we started to realize the importance of this of this group, even before that, uh, I know uh, when Susina and Taffy were running it in, in, in Bowie, they realized that they, they saw that this is this was important, and and just be able to just to have create a space where everyone kind of have 
um, as experienced similar things could 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 allow people to open up more. And uh, that's why it's important. And especially with mental mental health and um, uh, the stigma around it, and just just providing a space where th- they feel comfortable coming coming in and 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 talking about uh, some some issues that they, they don't feel comfortable talking about with either their friends or or, or at home. And I, f- I feel like within the last um, the last couple months, especially through during Black History Month, I felt I felt like um, we really d- dig deep into uh, especially our experiences uh, that that differ within just age groups, uh, differ within um, different sex. Uh, and and just just having people share what they experience and having people be able to open up and and it's, it's therapeutic but in, in a way it's also helpful uh, to know that there's a, a, a space for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, give us a sneak peek. You get you told us a little bit about like with Black History Month it opened up some experiences, but beyond that, what are some of these topics that you guys talk about? Oh, like we go. <laughs> Everywhere. Uh, we can go from, so it's actually interesting. So we, we go from like talking about migration, uh, racism. Um, we had Le- uh, Leroy Hibbert comes in and, and, and kind of just talk to us. And then that, that was one of the, also, also one of the other points was just about inviting um, young professionals and professionals within the city of London just to, just to let the kids know like they're, they're, they're young uh, men, black men and women just, Within the professional realm, uh, working within London to get connected. Um, but yeah, we did microaggression, and then some topic just comes out of nowhere. I remember we were talking about we were just talking about money, and then we start talking about currencies, <laughs> and, that, and that currencies is led into like just a long talk about uh, economics, and and I, that's when I was realized like, what are these kids thinking these days? <laughs> like that's just awesome, and um, yeah. It's it's everywhere. It's, it's it's so good. It's so good. And I think last week uh, we we kind of touched on. Um, we're talking about the uh, International Women's Day, and um, we're actually talking about just the patriarchal society that we live in. And 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 is is there any change? Uh, should uh, International Women's Day be something that we celebrate once a day? Like the society still sees uh, International Women's Day as big as it is, or is it more of just like uh, post a picture of your mom? Uh, post it up on social media and then call it a day kind of thing. So what, like how, how are we able to lift up? And I think well, one of the things that kind of geared towards the conversation was just like, what can we do as a community to uplift women? What can we do as a community to, to change that mindset that's been ingrained to us for over generations and generations? Uh, that's fantastic. Um, did you guys come up with, with any practical solutions or things that you guys could do? Because like it is such a yeah, big, it is such a big thing in terms of like sexism and racism and all these things that are so ingrained in our thinking that yeah we can post something mm-hmm. and it's out there and you're like yeah I checked it off I did the thing that everyone wants me to do, but it's going beyond mm-hmm. that. So did you guys actually come up with anything practical? So so like within within the the span of what's going on so with. Um, Black History Month uh, was more focused towards celebrating our culture. So there's different themes within uh, different topics, but with, with, especially with that topic, that topic literally came out of like <laughs> just talk, just just expressing how 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 you felt about it. And then now like we're gearing towards bringing in professionals that 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 are that are specialized in this in, in, in this um, topic, and they because like through through our own 
through our own experiences. We we may not have like a a, a, a solid experience or or a knowledge of that topic, but bringing in someone that knows that who's able to guide students to ask the difficult questions, ask the what should we work on and, and stuff like that. And I think uh, with the microaggressions, uh, it, it was it was more of um, one of the things that Leroy uh, Herbert uh, got into is just having a strong uh, support system, having having someone to talk to, because because you can't be taking all these um, uh, microaggressions little by little. It's like a death by a thousand cuts kind of thing. Mm. And um, yeah, so it's it's, it's awesome. Mm. What do you, okay? Get real honest here. Um, as, uh, what, what is the current situation like in London specifically with racism? Like, what are things that, like, you've grown up in London, these students and these kids are growing up in London and you're all black. And what, what are the Mm -hmm. things that you guys experience on a day-to-day basis in our own city? Like, is there improvement or is it something that is still going on? that you're like, we need it's, to improve some things. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's the microaggression. It's like, it's, it's the little things that the, the subtle, the subtle insults that may not seem racist, but it is. And over time, as over time, I feel, I feel like all of our kids experience that as, as they share their, their, their stories, especially at school, unfortunately. And it's just like, as, as we're sitting there, it's like, man, why are these teachers there? And, and in a sense that the, the, the shows that, the underlying underlying racism, racism that, that that's not so overt, right? So, and and yeah, it's there. I would say speaking speaking from uh, the kids' experience, speaking from our experience, it's still there. And now it's a matter of like, especially within the within what happened uh, last summer with uh, the whole the whole anti uh, anti race uh, racism uh, movement and uh, uh, be it be um, But with that. So what came out is I was like, you know how like everything went down last year, right? In the summer. And uh, the momentum was there globally. And then as we see like the transition, we realized like as Black Church Month was coming up this year, that momentum was not there. It was more of like, oh, let's, 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 let's bind between our, our, our Black men and women and, um, and support them during that time, but that that transition hasn't hasn't made it through through the rest of the year, kind of thing. It was more of like that's just a moment, that incident, and we kind of felt that with the momentum that Black History Month had in February. Hmm. And then it just kind of dies down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we all, I guess, can agree that racism is a thing, and it's going on, and there are students in our city who feel it regularly. How do we, because I, okay, I remember you were telling me a while ago that there was a game that you guys were playing at Youth Connect and you were playing different songs from different countries and the, do you know what I'm talking about? You remember that game? This was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can't remember the full thing, but it was like you played a different song from a certain country and then the kids would see if they could recognize it or if it was from their own country or something like that. Oh yeah, that, 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 was, that was a glorious game. That was a really good game. So yeah, so yeah, what happens that we go ahead, go ahead. What I was gonna say, it's I love like that kind of concept, and I want you to share what it was or something like it or whatever, uh, because it's a way to celebrate cultures and um, bring it to like this beautiful aspect rather than t- 
talk constantly talking about like all of the negative things that are going on. Like we have to step into this place of like oh. celebrating. So what are some, oh, what are some like games or things that you guys have done at Youth Connect to celebrate each other's cultures? Oh, I think you touched on that. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, so that was one of our, our, our main focus also was to celebrate our culture. Now make these young men and women proud of their culture, proud of who they are. Um, of young black men and women and yeah we did that and uh what else did we do we we had during the black history month there was, there was a culture aspect and we asked uh we had like a little fa- uh, culture fat zoom fashion show where you just show like some of your your outfits that you 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 had at home and you just kind of tell a little story behind it and and, and that that was, it was cool it was, the amazing outfit, so beautiful, and it was—it wasn't even an outfit. It was like it was like it could be art as well. People showing out art, and it was just—it was just sharing a little bit of, of of what it represents within their own culture, and celebrating that. Oh, that's so fun! I really—I'm a little bit jealous right now. I'm like, oh, that would have been so fun to see that fashion show and see <laughs> the different outfits that people were wearing. It was. Oh, that's that's amazing. Um, I I think little things like that are so fun to like celebrate each other rather than just like pointing out that we are different or you know what I mean. Like it's important to recognize the differences Absolutely. and then like celebrate it rather than hiding it under a rug mm-hmm. or whatnot. So I think that's super cool. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, is there? anything for you from like your lived experience and from what you've thought through and stuff like that, that you wish people in the church knew from, yeah. Like in terms of, um, I'm trying to formulate this question. (laughs) Is there something that we as the church in London can be blind to that you wish we weren't blind to? I feel like for me, one of the best things, like you said, just just trying to immerse yourself within the culture, um, try to understand the culture. And I feel like a lot of people uh, just kind of look from the outside in and not really dive in into into that culture, into that community. And doing that, you, you learn so much and just. Just for me, just uh, meeting people, meeting new people, and then learning their culture, and that's a part of them. That's a, that's your culture identity, right? Your you, your views, your values, um, your beliefs, um, and I feel like a lot of people should should do that. Should should instead of like looking outside in and reading about it or watching a video about it, go in, go into those communities, go go in and learn, go um, go into their events that they throw, um, ask questions. Uh, Get to know them, and and that that itself opens up um, conversations to to for you to expand the knowledge within a certain community, because um, there's so many communities within the black, within the black uh, communities. I would say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Okay, final question for you. If you could final, rec- question. final question. It's actually like a three part, but you don't have to answer all three parts. If you could recommend. One musical artist, one movie, or one food that people in Canadian society might not necessarily wa- like eat, watch, or listen to. What would you recommend? You probably have so many ideas. 
penny. Uh, I'm, I'm going to attempt to answer all three, Ashley. Of course you so, are. <laughs> let's see. What have we been listening to? So within, within um, the African culture, there, 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 there's a genre called Applebeats, right? So that, Oh, that, you introduced this to me. Beat. It's so good. Exactly. That's. It's so good. It's awesome. So I, 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 I would like to, and, and then there's some songs that is known globally, but you probably won't recognize as Applebee's. You probably think it's like pop or hip hop, but it's Applebee's. So there's a difference. <laughs> so if you ever like got Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube, just go, I write down Applebee's and some of the top artists are like DeVito, Whiskey, Burner Boy. Um, yeah, can you watch it? Listen to some of the videos, uh, the music. It's amazing. It's well done. And the music videos as well. <laughs> uh, I remember when you introduced Afrobeats to me. I think it was you and Yafet. And I remember being like, this is really good. <laughs> it's unreal. We'll get you dancing. I, I guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, okay. Any movies or what was my other thing? Food um, that you would recommend? Movies, movies. Movies. Uh, I think you guys should uh, watch Coming to America, too. Coming to <laughs> so America, that, that's too. Movie that I just, yeah. Okay. So it's, 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 it used to be Coming to America, like T-O. Now it's like Coming the number two to America. So the second, second one. Watch it and really pay attention to how to try to inco- incorporate other African cultures w- within the within the. Um, within the movie and, 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 and look it up, research it, research where it comes from, or if, if you're too lazy, just watch a video on it. <laughs> and there's, there's, there's so many, there's so many cultures within it. After you watch the, after you watch the movie, of course, there's so many cultures immersed into it. And just, just to see, I, I love what they did with the, with the, with the, with the costumes and, um, and the culture. And it was, it was really well done. Uh, and then what's the last one? Food. Uh, food. Oh, and you're not allowed to say McDonald's. Obviously not. <laughs> okay, so there's, there's so many food. Um, oh, I'll give you like three. Oh, no, wow. Two, 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 two. No, all three, all three. Two. Okay, all three? Okay, I got to think of the third one. Um, yes. We call it, in my, in my culture, we call it sambusas, but everyone calls it samosas. I think you guys <gasps> heard the triangle shape. Tough stuffed in meat, and you can have veggies too for the vegetarian lovers. I got you. Um, I'm drooling over here. I love them. They're so good. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So, and then, then my actually favorite is um, shapati. Shapati is 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 a staple dish within within uh, East East Africa, and originated from India actually, and. Chapati and beans. Make sure you mix the beans. It has to be with beans, all right? It's amazing. It's, I think it's one of my, it's my favorite African food within my culture. And then the last one, I would say, uh, we call it uh, lagamet. Um, uh, but the other, other name for it is mandazis. And I think the Nigerian uh, approach to it is uh, puff puff. So they're pretty much, they're called they're pretty much African timbits, you would say. I, so just, I feel like, like I've dessert. had them before. Yeah. You had them. I definitely gave you some, I'm pretty sure. I, I recognize yeah, the name. Yeah, it's like 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 this, almost like this big. Some some can go over even bigger. Yeah, and, like a timbit um, size. Yeah. Mm. Literally African timbit, but a lot better, trust me. 
I guarantee you. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, probably. (laughs) Oh, wow. I am really hungry right now. So that's that. And I'm probably going to go put Afrobeat music on after this when I go finish working. (laughs) Do it, man. Do it. Do it. Oh, so good. I feel like if I was prepared, I would have had Afrobeats as like the outro music or something like that. But I was Mm -hmm. not prepared for that. Um, Okay. As we wrap up, um, first of all, thank you for joining the podcast and for sharing kind of what you're doing in London and some experience and all that sort of stuff. Um, Any final pieces of wisdom that you want to drop on people? Pieces of wisdom. Yeah. Just continue to, to learn about other people's culture. I feel like when you do that, you yourself grow as an individual, you yourself um, kind of immerse and love others, uh, just like Jesus accepted all of us and, and loved us. Um, and, and just for, if you have any kids um, that are within, within London, uh, that would love to join our group, uh, follow us on Youth Connect London on um, Instagram. Um, and also we're looking for partnerships within within the city of London, just just to be able to immerse, uh, show them and bring them in to, um, to show them the professional world, you might say. And yeah, and Maddie, you have my number. You can shoot me a text and uh, I'd be happy to talk to them. And uh, where's the wisdom? Um, yeah. No, I think that's awesome. Um, yes, yeah. that's cool though about the partnership piece. Maybe someone will connect to that. Um, but also, Youth Connect mm-hmm. on Instagram. I follow them. You should too. Uh, mm-hmm. And by you, Absolutely. I mean you're already following them. So, anyway, <laughs> so with yeah. that, um, uh, that last piece of wisdom that was very, very wise. Uh, thank you for joining us. And um, we will be back next week with another interview. And we will close with that. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.